We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, everyone? Pat Mayo here. Before we jump into the challenge, Double Agents, Episode 10 Recap, want to remind everyone to rate, review, and subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast. Smash the like button for the episode, and you know, say something in the comment section, help rig that algorithm. But I'm joining the Challenge Chronicles guys, who do the show every single week up on Mayo Media Network. Go subscribe to the Challenge Chronicles for their old recaps to the show and the new recaps to the show because they go back and review older seasons. But it's a double episode here. It's a crossover between the Challenge Chronicles and the Pat Mayo Experience. So I had to get some challenge thoughts off my chest. So I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Challenge Chronicles. I'm Devin Jordan. I'm with Rob McIntyre, not Trace Armstrong, who is currently out ill today, and Pat Mayo. How you doing, Pat? Yeah, I- I'm always happy to fill in. We're always happy to have you, too. Um, still very appreciative that you're uh, able to let us post our content on your channel and uh, get some more exposure. But we're here to talk about uh, Challenge Shovel Agents, episode 10. We recently released a... Um, episode on our on the upcoming OG season, which you can find on our iTunes or wherever you can find our podcast or our YouTube channel. Our YouTube channel is the Challenge Chronicles. You can find us on uh, our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to send us a listener email message, um, you can reach us at the Challenge Chronicles at gmail.com or you can message Rob and or Trace directly. Um, if you want to listen to some of our uh, recaps about much older seasons, if you're new to the show and want to uh, gain some insight to what you think, what we think about the island or the duel or fresh meat, for example, you can find that in our podcast feed. And we also have some episodes that we do on like best seasons, uh, best competitors. You can find those there as well. And with that, what did we think of episode ten? Rob and I. Rob had some technical difficulties watching uh, the episode last night or 
how he normally does. So him and I watched it together. Um, so I kind of know a lot of uh, what he thinks about the episode al already. But Pat, what was your general takeaway? I was disappointed only because when I saw Hall Brawl. Seriously. I, I we was, talk about this too. I was really hoping it was going to just somehow, and obviously it couldn't because Amber and Corey ended up getting voted in. But like, I think they showed Hall Brawl on the trailer from last week. And at the beginning mm -hmm. of the episode, it seemed just the way that the editing was working, and maybe that's what they were trying to lead us towards, but it was going to be CT versus Josh in the Hall Brawl, which would have oh made my 2021. Um, do you think when they know that it's going to be a girl thing, it's going to be Amber M, don't they just have to like pivot to something else for Hall, for Hall Brawl? Yeah, I think you do. Like, like so they know that going in, they got to be like, all right, let's, what do we have on the back burner her we can do besides Hall Brawl? Because this, this is going to be a legal issue for us if it goes the wrong way with Amber M. Because, like, I mean, I think it's a good indication that they don't really mess with that stuff that much if they don't make an adjustment here, right? Because she's the smallest woman in the house by a significant margin. And she could have gotten someone that was much less of an equal match for her than even Amber B, right? So Pat, uh, Rob and I talked about this last night. Is This is the worst move of the season, right? For as far as from Gabby's perspective, not going in and getting a skull on her own, not getting going in, getting a skull on her own, making a bigger enemy of the Big Brother Alliance and giving someone from Big Brother a skull. From Gabby's perspective, yes, but you could, I, I completely see where Devin's coming from. Like, why would he even chance it? Because did they know it was a female elimination? Because they were talking a whole lot like, oh yeah, of course it's a female elimination. We don't know that. Well, I uh, think that they uh, just assume just because the female need more skulls in play. Yeah, that's fine. That, that, that's fine. You can assume all you want. That doesn't mean it's going to be the case. Yeah, I. you can assume. Going, but I, I thought it was, it was like 80-20. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's one of those things where you can't assume, but it's likely, right? Um, and even so even if you're Devin, though, I don't think this makes any sense at all because I feel like you want to try and get someone closer to you like a skull, right? Instead of just handing someone in the Big Brother Alliance a skull, which is what he inevitably did, right? Um, he just, like, whoever, whoever they, whatever woman they put in against Amber and in this situation was getting a skull, right? I don't, I don't, I don't think there's anyone in the house with the exception of possibly Big T. Like, I even think Big T would have been, been able to uh, take Amber M in this. Yeah, I think so. Why not throw down Lolo and Nam? Yeah, See, that was my my thing was they should have put Lolo and Nam in because then at least if you're Gabby and you don't want to go in this time, at least if Lolo goes in and gets a skull, okay, now that now Lolo's not going in against me to get a skull. You know what I mean? Then now now mm -hmm. the, the field that's left is like Nani and Big T, who she can conceivably beat. And you're also putting it in a team that could conceivably do you a favor like somewhere down the line, right? That there's and it was begging to go in by all accounts. Yeah, they really wanted to um if they win down the line, especially if they split teams, right? Because then if they split teams at that point, um, you, they, you're, they're spreading out their power, right? So who, who, who do you think Lolo would have gone to if she oh, won I in that situation? No but the thing is with Lolo and Nam, they're almost like, it seems like they're almost like their own spinoff program. Like there's like the Lolo and Nam part of the challenge and everybody else is doing something different. I wonder like our, if we get like our four minutes of Lolo and Nam content a week, and then everybody else is like doing other stuff. I wonder if, do you think that's just because a lot of the other um, 
people on the season at, at this point it seems like we have quite a, quite a few veterans like how many like true rookies do we have at this point uh it's like no I mean, we still have lolo amber i'm just launched and both the ambers um and then gabby the guys it's just nom left i wonder if it's because they have the least amount of experience on reality tv right because how, how much experience well, does done a few see, they've done a few shows at this point she's been a terror like on any that's of right. them you're right because she was on she, big brother i I always forget she's on Big Brother. She was too. on Big Brother. She was on Champs Versus. Um, I mean, she, her hosting the War of the Worlds one reunion is still one of the weirder like things to happen. How long was she on Big Brother? How long did she have? Last? She made it to like a third spot. She was she was like carried as like a jury goat for Big Brother. Hmm. Um. Okay. Do you yeah, think, I don't know. I think. Do you, Do you think that production stepped in and told Gabby like, hey? You can't throw in Lolo because we now have insurance problems. I mean, they let Laurel go in against Jasmine on free agents and balls in. Like, I, I think I think that when you're that bit much of a bigger competitor, you, you like she's not going to just truck Abraham, right? Well, that's yeah. Thing. I think in, she... in balls in, you really can't truck anyone because it's not like you have a whole lead up. Of... It's not, yeah, it's not like a like sprint. Well... Tell that to Rogan from last season against Jay. Sure, but even like that, that, yeah, but that impact that Jay ended up taking was like after he got rugby tackled to the ground and landed on his head. Like, imagine Lolo with a full head of steam in Hall Brawl against Amber M. Like, she might hit Amber M before Amber M actually got into the Hall Brawl like <laughs> container. <laughs> we were talking about last night when we were watching it too that I feel like the way that they did it, where it was a a consecutive um, number of rounds, right? Where there was no reset in between the amount of time that they like picked up the balls and like ran through the hall. Um, I feel like it is safer, right? Because you can't get, you're not getting shot out of a cannon each time. You're kind of just getting the ball turning around as quickly as you can. And you're not like coming out of a three point stance into your competitor, into the person you're going against. I like this version of it. Not necessarily better. I like that it's mixed in, but the move is, and I guess they weren't really initiating contact. It probably wasn't the right two people in order to be doing it. No, they were like skirting by each other in the hall. But if you have the ball in your hand and you're running back through it, the move would actually be like five steps out, five, six steps out, throw the ball up like over the head of the person running at you. Cause the, in the initial reaction that anyone's really going to have is to put their hands up to try to catch the ball because that's just a human reaction. And then it leaves them completely exposed and you can like Goldberg spear them. What do, so did, do we, Jarrell mentioned this in the elimination. Did Corey just galaxy brain Amber M yes. into going into elimination? Yes. Like, because, so was his sole motivation to get her to go in because he knew that she would lose and then he would be safe for this next round. Uh, but doesn't he need to go in? Like That's what I think. Australia. Yeah, I agree. I don't get it. But I, I think he should want to go in this next time. But is it possible that he doesn't want to go in? Uh, yes and no. I think the way that he's looking at it is I have a partner that I can't win with. So let's get ourselves voted in. If it's a male elimination, then I get my shot. If not, I lose my shitty partner. I think the part about uh, him having a partner that he can't win with is very fair. Um, I think that's yeah, like but a if distinct he's gonna possibility. Win, he needs to win to get a skull at some point anyways, and in that way he can change his partner when he wants. 
That's true too. Yeah, I don't know. I think I, I think it's a larger possibility that he just doesn't want to go in this next time for whatever reason. What happens if next time in the male elimination, it's like Darrell versus CT? Do they get to steal someone's skull from up there or they just get to stay in that's, the game? That's what I would skull? think. I would think I they think, just get to steal somebody's skull. Yeah, because they want it from a production perspective, they want skulls changing as much as as much as possible, right? They want a they want they want someone to get a skull every episode because they want every episode to have somewhat of an impact. And if an elimination happens and someone just goes home and the winner doesn't necessarily bear any consequence, then that's not really as good as good of TV. So I think that's kind of the logical conclusion that we've been talking about up until this point. Just, and I can't see it being like where you have to bring somebody's skull in to like take the, well, at least if I was setting it up, I wouldn't do that. That's just such a disadvantage for people who got skulls already. Totally. And it's a supreme disadvantage for Devin and Josh. Like when they look at it, yeah. they're like, oh, okay, uh, this is physical. Let's throw in Devin uh, where size doesn't matter. If it's anything else, throw in Josh. Yep. No, totally. Yeah, we were talking about this last week about kind of how those are the two people like on the chopping block for the men now that we get to the point where uh clearly. Yeah. But at the same time, if you're if you can not go in against them, right? Or if, if for some reason you 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 don't go in against them, um those are probably the two people that are least likely to lose their skulls. Well, that well, also at the same time, I think if you're trying to game out the final, like if you're Darrell or your CT, like do you take your chances with Kyle knowing that Kyle is sort of like in a middle tier by himself? Like I think we all kind of mm-hmm. acknowledge that Josh and Devin are the two weakest with skulls. Mm-hmm. Bessie and Leroy would be the hardest to beat in an elimination. Kyle's not bad, but he's not great either that you keep the two kind of duds for the final and you go get your skull from the middle guy. If I'm Darrell though, like, I don't think I'm that, I think I'm just trying to get to the final. Honestly, I think he's just such a clear favorite over the rest of these guys. Yeah, uh, I think it kind of depends on who you are. Right. Yeah. Because, um, and I think it depends on like what the elimination is, right? Like, do you think you could beat this person in the final? Um, so let's, let, let's take Corey, for example. Right. Um, does Corey really want to risk not making it to the final and going against in against Kyle as opposed to um, going against Josh or Devin? Maybe. Um, I think probably not. But if you're a CT, right? Um, and would you want to go in against Kyle as opposed to going against Josh or Devin? I mean, CT's lost to Kyle in elimination before. Kyle seems to almost have like, like, I know that was extenuating circumstances, but it's not like CT is guaranteed to beat Kyle Worth versus Josh. Like, what, what's Josh beating CT in? Nothing. I, I can't imagine a single one of these eliminations where CT loses to Josh. I, I can't figure out which one. Of the ones that we've seen, because CT mitigates Josh's size, his only one thing that he has, uh, and that's really it. Yeah. Like, we looked like, this up last week. Maybe looked into a puzzle. We're pretty, they're pretty close in weight, aren't they? From what we looked at last week. Yeah, but, but not Josh, to say that he, but Josh is like a, if, if let's say they're both 230, for example, Josh is like a sloppy yeah. 230. CT is a strong totally. 230. Totally, totally. Like, and like, CT is um, also like, CT also CT, whereas Josh is Josh. And I would assume does not know how to initiate physical contact. Well, if they did a hall brawl, right. Josh might like trip over his own feet or something. 
Josh might not get into the hall. He might, it might, it'll take him two seconds to figure out what's the best way for him to get into the hall. And by that point, CT's trucking him over. Like, serious question. If Devin went against Josh in Hall Brawl, I don't think it's a lock that Josh wins. I'm, I'm kind of with you. I, I think, see, Devin just does like this. Obviously, he's way different levels of competitors, but Devin takes like the CJ game plan against Zach on, uh, battle the seasons and just like dives at josh's legs and he doesn't know what to do yeah like josh could just be confused the entire like josh would have to be the favorite obviously but it doesn't seem like he would be a lock to win because he's josh i also don't think devin i think devin's not as small like i feel like people think of devin as like a physical like like he's just like a mini guy but devin's not that not devin's not small yeah, but he's not big he's ex- like some of the other guys. No, he's not big like Josh, and he's not big. Comp- he's not big like in terms of build compared to most of these guys. But he's relatively tall. And yeah, but, he's not yeah, he's, like he's not slender. Like he's probably like Darrell's size, but Darrell's just way more jacked. Yeah, but then Darrell's just like muscle. Yeah, but exactly. But they're like that's a comparable size. But like Darrell would probably be an underdog in Hall Brawl against almost everyone except for Devin. Oh no, I, I would I would take him over Josh in second in Hall Brawl. I think that Darrell would probably inevitably win that, but I do think that there is a huge size discrepancy, and that really is the key to Hall Brawl. How much smaller is like Corey than that? Or how much smaller is Darrell than like Corey? So Darrell is 6'1", 200 pounds. Is he really 6'1"? Where are you you getting there from? 6'1"? Darrell is 6'1"? Really? Because Corey's like 5'11". Yeah, I'll sh- we have a a spreadsheet where we've been putting heights and weights in just because this comes up every single episode. Um, I I'll mean, weights is going to be hard just because like CT's weight fluctuates by 25 pounds by season. I know, but I mean, it gives us something to go off of Yeah, because otherwise we're just shooting in the dark. Um, Corey, I think we looked this up once. I don't have it in here. What's his last name? Wharton? Wharton, yeah. yeah. I bet you he's like 5'10". I, I was going to say 5'10", 5'11", like one. So you think so. Now, Terrell doesn't seem like he has three inches on him, though, right? It says he's six six foot. Well, where, where seven, does it say that? Is that just in our spreadsheet? No, in some link that I just found. You also have to remember uh, that this is the internet that you're looking at with people on TV. So subtract three inches off everyone. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then it says 78 kilograms. So the one Canadian in this room should be able to do the translation there, right? So it says it's 78 kilograms, 171 pounds. Um, so he's got like a 30-pound advantage on him. That's pretty significant. I don't know how much I... I, I don't think that Darrell's that... I, I think Darrell, if I was to just think about it, weighs a little bit more than Corey, but I don't think it's by that much. I don't know. He looks pretty big. Like, just looking at it on the show, I think he would be the favorite over... Um, Corey and Hall Brawl. I mean, I think I just, I would just pick Darrell. Like, I just think that Darrell is like better than most of these people at most things. Like, I mean, just remember him like beating Zach on pole wrestling and Rage of the Champions. And if you go back and watch that, like Zach had no shot. Uh, but here's the thing. Isn't mm-hmm. that Darrell's only elimination win ever? No, I mean, he's won other ones like on Fresh Meat, like of just running. And then on the Ruins, he beats Danny. Um, and Kahud on the ruins. He wins two on the ruins. He's had a few. And like you, champs could, versus pros, he doesn't win an elimination, but he's insanely good on champs versus pros. But usually, I guess, uh, except for fresh meat, which really bears no resemblance to any of the eliminations no. that you would see now, that's like really set up like a final, which is a Darrell specialty. That the seasons that he won, he didn't really go into elimination. No, I mean, the ones he went, he goes into two on the ruins. 
Um, again, but I think it's like cut at Danny, so it's not yeah, like you really look back if, at those. If you were on the Vets team in the Ruins, you had a good matchup, regardless of who you... Unless you went against Brad, that was it. <laughs> unless you went against Brad, who never even ends up going into elimination, because Thorell killed him. Um, what did he do against Kahuta? I don't remember that he one. He did like a... It was like a... It was a weird one. They were in like a water box, and they were in like a like a sit-up crunch position. And they kind of just had to like hold their weight up. And then once they couldn't anymore, there was like okay. a, a thing that you press to like bail out. Well, I, I, here, I want to throw this out to you. Of all the eliminations that we've seen so far, which one can Big T win? This season? Yeah. Is it the, is it <laughs> like, the one that Leroy did? The one that, yeah, the one that Natalie no. and Ashley and the one that Leroy and uh, Jay did. I think, I, she has a, if she goes up against Anissa and that, who are you picking? Yeah, it's like a draw. They're not gonna. They can't finish. Both both of them can't finish. I don't think. I think like, I don't think they could. would finish them. She's just so light. I think she could finish. Yeah, I don't and, think she has enough strength to like pull herself down the length of the course. I mean, Anissa would just be. I don't know. if She'd get off the starting block. Imagine Josh in that one. That's what I was saying. Yeah, imagine Josh doing that. That, that he's like, just there the whole night, right? Like I think honestly, her best chance um, was something against Amber M. Right now, at this point, I don't know if. She's not the favorite in any elimination against the rest like, of the women, right? I think she into something against Nani. <sighs> yeah, I agree, but but, Nani. but Nani's still the favorite. Like I like in like an unknown elimination, I think Nani's probably like. I mean, like, Nani's been seventy percent favorite in, in, in eliminations. I know, but like Big T, like has I feel like no physicality to her whatsoever, and oh, hasn't yeah, been. Like, I don't know, Devin. Maybe she maybe she's got a killer instinct we haven't seen yet. Yeah, I would bet strongly bet against that. For for as much as I like Nani, her being paired with Josh makes me not like her. Josh is just I don't know. Like I thought there was there was a lot of dev in this episode we, too. We didn't we didn't talk about it last episode. I thought about it when it happened and thought about it after we recorded our last podcast or our last recap. Nani was like maybe the MVP of last episode because she was the one that talked Amber B into throwing in uh Casey. Casey well yeah. not even throwing in Casey but making uh Teresa the house vote and then getting yeah. uh everyone else to throw in Casey or, or getting Amber B to convince Casey to want to go go in I mean that was that was all Nani and I mean that's sets up perfectly for her yeah I, I say it takes that one girl and then puts another one on the skull side of the bracket so she probably doesn't have to go in against her so did you guys watch you- the uh this season on from last week like the the, the trailer I, I, like, I had it on in the background I didn't pay that close of attention yeah but, I like intent I, I like kind of like half watch it because I didn't actually want to see like well I felt like there like, was a I, I, I felt like there was a spoiler in it and I, I don't know there's like 17 I, spoilers in any of those whole things. Thi- yeah the whole thing is a spoiler yeah but there was one like very distinct thing that stood out to me and based on the cut of the season I'm just gonna I don't know whether this is true or not obviously but it shows Corey throwing up at one point so I assume he makes the final because when is there ever going to be an eating challenge? Yeah, they haven't uh, really done an eating mission in a while, right? Kind yeah, of when was the last time they did, it? They did one? I'm trying they to, did one on like... Final Reckoning for that purge that Cam and Kaylee lost. Yeah, that would actually like it... be it. It was um, the World of Worlds two, right? They, what was the eating mission on World of Worlds two? That was that was that was the final. Yeah, that was the final. Yeah, but I was talking about mission. I thought we were just talking about the last time they did eating. No, in I'm just saying they've done. Okay. Um, when was the last time they did a mission that was eating? They haven't done that in a while. And then, like, 
before that, it was they, they had that one on Vendetta's Tony won, and then they had the one on Thirty Thirty that Hunter beat Corey in, and Anissa beat Nicole and Marie in for the uh, Redemption House. But they haven't done one for a mission in a while. So it, uh, the, the reason I wanted to bring that up because let's say that is the final, and somehow Corey is there, and there's an eating challenge. So we think that there's probably five and five in the final. If CT makes the final, like that's got to be a huge advantage for him, isn't it? That's true. Yeah. We have we don't have much of a tracker for any of the rest of these guys. But we, like the but other we, best eaters would be like Hunter and Tony who aren't on this season. But we know that CT is awesome at the eating challenges. Yeah, that's that's true. I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of the track record of any of the rest of these guys in eating missions. We really we, haven't seen that many. Yeah, it, it, it's unknown. So the only like data point that we have is that CT is really good at it. Yeah, yeah. Have that's not ever, that's, a, that's a feather in his cap. So I guess my question would be: Have they ever? used scenes from the final in one of those like mid-season yeah, they, trailers. they have they do they don't okay. use that many of them but like on the war on war of the worlds 2 you could see them using the moving the gurney and the, the last season you could see them like climbing up the mountain and then the season on usually they, they don't like, have like that zoomed in of shots that's what i was going to say where they gone, like ex- explicitly yeah. show the people in the final and like their faces they do i remember that. really specifically that on War of the Worlds 1, they had this thing of Kara and the, like, thing freaking out about the IVs, and they had a picture of Hunter, like, dying on a bicycle. But that was about it. But, yeah, they, they, Why they, they do them. this? It's terrible. Like, it's but absolutely They don't awful. care, dude. Like, like I remember awful. on Dirty 30, they had an elimination between Corey and Derrick Henry, and they, like, determined who was going into the elimination, but then the elimination itself was the next episode. But in the this season, this the next and like the this next episode on on that episode, you could see Corey at the mission, so you knew he won. Is there any type of elimination where Derrick Henry could beat the real De- Derrick Henry in an elimination? Oh, oh no! Could we could, could we think of um, any elimination? Uh, that one from last ha- year, where when D won, because maybe Derrick. Oh, had- when they're climbing oh, out of the Oh, okay. Yeah, That's you're right. That is a good one. That would be the that would be the one right against Maddie. No, yeah. I was gonna say the one where they had to put the seasons in order because you know real Derrick Henry probably doesn't know the seasons, oh. although other Derrick Henry probably doesn't know them either. So, well, he was like well, helping cast one of their shows apparently, so maybe he's more in it like than people realize. I always wonder with people like that who go on the show and you don't even really like get it. Do they just have like a really good agent or something? Yes, like there are reality TV <laughs> agents to get you cast yeah, on these things. They That's one of the, the worlds that I think is completely unexplored and should be. It's like the reality TV agent world. Like, is there like, like you know, a Rich Paul or a Mino Raiola of like reality TV characters that just get the seasonal casting and that's why they're on 15 seasons? I think we could easily get one of these people on. Like, I think it would take almost no effort whatsoever. Like, okay. they almost might pay us to do it. If you were power ranking the people you'd most want to talk to, let's say you have reality TV agent, security guard from the show, um producer that's like in charge of like casting and setting up missions or engineer who's in charge of setting up the missions who would you most want to talk to engineer producer by far engineer by far uh, i would say, I engineer. say producer like what like i don't even really care about the challenges though you know what i mean like some of them are like like somewhat fun to watch but like i'm not really like into the show for that reason i used you to know be, I mean? like, get mad at them uh, here's the thing like the missions themselves have been so garbage this year that I, it, we when we talk about like the we want OG season that hopefully they kind of resemble something that 
the missions used to look like, but probably the sweet spot for missions was probably like rivals through like the next five seasons. It felt like all of those were actually competitive. Those were things that like almost anyone could actually win if they did well at them. Like these ones seem to have no rhyme or reason to them. Like, oh, you dug in the right spot. They're also very luck heavy often. They're very luck heavy and it's easy to like gang up on somebody. This isn't what I want. Like last night was a complete crapshoot. Like it was pretty much like whether or not you got lucky enough to dig up your discs in the right location. Because I think even better than last season. I thought last we, season was terrible. We were also talking about last week about how the missions are what they like as far as production spends like the like largest amount of time doing. You know what I mean? It's what they and spend the biggest the budget on the largest amount of resources and it's what we care about the least when it comes to the show not to say that we like dislike them you know what i mean but it's like we're somewhat like ambivalent towards them well they're just all for the tra- like how many of these missions are just for trailer shots like when they're like hanging off the side and there's fire coming out of 16 different places but the actual mission itself is like boring to watch and actually not like skill based I, I would definitely say that, a part of it yeah it's, it's a it. very high percentage to make the teaser trailers yeah, and like they even go to like widescreen for some of the shots and mm-hmm. like the cameras yeah. that they're using for these must cost geez they're probably like three hundred thousand dollar cameras you know pull up the drone get some aerials going on I have to, the past two like this season and the season before have been really bad about that i really like the the missions on world of the world one um but since then I just, they've just gone they've just gone off the deep end with these things can i thought we, they've been terrible can we just get the people back on the beach that's all i really care about just put them in an well, environment I think, where, put them in an environment where they don't seem fucking miserable the entire time i think yeah, this I season agree. i get why they had to do what they had to do i, I get I it mean, for, like, i get i get it for this season because there was only so many places that you can go but like if anything ever resembles like last season, like that was fine as a one-off. It's almost like the Island, like as a one-off it happened, then you don't really think about it again, but moving forward, like I, I just, I prefer to see people on TV a bit happier. Like it makes me feel I better. Agree. Yeah. I, so, I definitely prefer warmer locales versus colder. That's always been where I've trended. And I mean, I think that's probably always an easy decision for them to go to Argentina for the OG season, right? Yeah, Isn't that where true. they went, Rob? That's where they won. I was just surprised they didn't go to LA or just like someplace in the States. It's cheaper to it's do probably it. probably too expensive to do it. Yeah. yeah, like way cheaper, I bet. Um, especially yes, in California, you... dude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, California. yeah, California. Um, so we touched on it a little bit. Well, I guess first, while Big T is somewhat um, in the recent past of our conversation, she was the she ended up voting for Amber M last night. Um, I don't know if either of you caught the like the no, voting. I did. Pretty much, it was pretty much all of the big, uh, Big Brother Alliance. Wait a minute. So, oh, all right. I was really caught off guard when I saw that Amber M voted for Amber M, but that makes complete sense. Yeah, that's why um, Big T did. Big T. That's just why voted. Big T did. Okay, she wanted all right, to. that makes sense because she actually wanted. Dude, Corey really galaxy brained her. <laughs> like, well, I mean, I, I she's going to have to go in at some point. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. If I'm Like, her... if Gabby puts herself in, that's just, like, Gabby, at least she has a relationship with and was in power. So I, I, I completely get it. And that, like, she's not, she, she's not, like, Gabby wouldn't put, would help Amber M, you would think, to the degree that she could. Well, she didn't. She did it, but you would think you would think intuitively that like that's somebody she's aligned with. Like, look, if I'm going to go in at any point, like, it's not going to be be against somebody who's just going to kill me. Hopefully, honestly, if I'm so if I'm, if you're her, do you do what she did, or do you just try and like hope you can pick your spot against Big T? 
I, I think what she did is fine. I, I, I don't, I think that you just, at some point, you just have to kind of throw yourself at the mercy of the court. Uh, put, and, yeah, I think you're and, probably right. And don't forget that there is no chance that any of these people won't get a chance to not make it to the final. Like, no one is being left out because they don't have a skull. That's not happening. I, I don't see it happening either. Uh, yeah, there, there's also we, too many episodes. But they, but they, we were, they know that too. Like, that's why they're not too pressed about I don't going think they in. all know that. They do know that. Come on. Dude, like, I don't think they all know that. Like, Tori earlier in the season was, like, dying to go in. Tori's an idiot. We know this. A lot of them are idiots that they don't know what's going but like, on. But, like, Corey's an idiot, and he seems to have a pretty good grasp of what's going on. Yeah, but Corey's done, like, 17 seasons of reality TV by now. I would hope he's at least picked up some, like, tips from the producers about what typically happens with like, these things. It's the same reason, <laughs> like, Darrell and CT aren't sweating this either. They're just like, all right, I'll just stay here, and then eventually I'll be in elimination. <laughs> Yeah, you and I guess it. for them, I for from their perspective, I think they're probably fine with that because Devin and Josh are still around, right? And and those are still available for them to go against in elimination or Corey. Like for a, for both of them, there's still like very beatable people left in the house on the men's side that they don't have to be freaking out over what's going to happen. Oh, do you think that this nom back issue is going to come up? Because it seemed weird that they spliced that in during yeah, the mission. Yeah, I agree. And then it was never referenced again. That why if you look at it, like any time in the history of the show, anybody has like an injury, like that spring up at some point. It it typically they end up honestly leaving, or at least it comes up at some point again. It just really struck me as odd that it was the only mention of it. You didn't see him limping around or anything. Like why even include it if it's not going to be a thing? It, it really stuck out. I could I could see that when it happened at the time though. I kind of thought it was to the editors giving a way to explain like. Um, like why they like weren't really trying, you know what I mean? Because they were like when Rob and I were watching it, like I thought that was them. I thought they were just gonna like completely give up and not even try the rest of the mission because it was who are the other two uh, pairs? It was Fessy and Anissa. Fessy and Anissa, Kyle and Cam were still out there. Yeah, like they just didn't even have a hope. I, none of those three pairs ended up making it to the point where they could put the puzzle together, right? If you're Kyle and Cam, why don't you just go back and help Leroy and Casey set up their puzzle? Because TJ's going to come out at the end of the episode and, like, oh, retroactively please. take your vote away. <laughs> like, how absurd was that? What did you think of that, Pat? You weren't, we, we haven't gotten your take on that. A couple of weeks ago when TJ took away the votes for all the men that didn't compete in the uh, mission. I, I like it because uh, it didn't affect anything. So I think you can kind of fire a fake warning shot to everyone to make sure that they're not not trying. But I, I don't like I it thought. because for a few things. Because the, the yeah, woman, you, yeah, in that you mission, know what? You don't like anything. You're just a big fuddy duddy. Well, the woman like potentially threw the mission. They were yeah, throwing like, themselves off the boulder. That's that's what I brought up after. Like what the woman did was even worse. They like actively like tried to not win, whereas the men just like didn't compete. And um, it's also like if you're a producer, you need to set up a situation when people are incentivized to compete. I'm sorry, that's part of your job. You need to do that. Like you can't just make these like split second decisions to make up for your own bad gameplay if somebody's not trying in a mission that's their own fault for not making them want to try in the mission and i also thought that there was like zero chance that they would do that if the votes actually mattered right so if that was going to swing a vote like there's no way they would have done that um especially because in, this has come up uh much in one of the much earlier episodes of this season about how we talked about whether it, there was a point in time where production has explicitly lied to uh, the cast, and we couldn't come up with anything. That, yeah, I got like, one. 
okay, we, we got one, but this would have been another situation where that this was like an explicit lie um, to the people um, on the cast because. Well, they already showed Leroy and Casey the who voted for yeah. who and who was voted in. So like exactly. push it around. And when they're actually two of the people who tried, which is apparently what they care about, like that, that would have been completely distant. Like that would have screwed them over. Yeah. Well, the other time was like. Lie to the double agents. Go ahead. Yeah. The other time was on Vendetta's when um i hated this so much when they did that mission towards the end and they had too many guys because of how they set up the season and they oh, do yeah. the full mission and then after the mission like oh randomly nelson gets eliminated because he had the least points in a horribly set up mission i don't know if that's a lie though i mean you know they didn't I mean? tell them before I, mean, I guess supposedly they didn't lie they didn't tell them beforehand they just randomly eliminate somebody yeah it's bullshit like that was that. terrible um so I think we kind of talked about where we thought about this mission already. Um, I kind of liked it in it's the sense that it was- exhausting, honestly. Like to just run out there for that long, like that would seem so tiring. Yeah, it was kind of nice in the sense it was the style of mission we, we like where everyone kind of competes at once. Yeah, that's good. You kind of learn about someone's uh, physical ability in the sense that there's some some sort of endurance involved. I kind of agree with you though that this is- a significant amount of this is luck. Like a higher percentage of this mission is luck than I generally like to see in missions. So, I mean, like uh, we can poke out flaws in pretty much any mission. Overall, I think this one was fine, but um, I definitely would like to see them try to push the luck factor out with a lot of these things. Like you can come up with ways where underdogs can win. For one, putting in putting in missions where you can't gang up on somebody, but then also just like adding other skills that aren't just physicality. You you can make it where people can like pull out an underdog win without having to have luck be such a significant factor. What if like they had designated points where they knew their discs would be buried? Yeah, like what if you had them do a puzzle at the beginning, like an initial puzzle or something along those lines that revealed where their color pieces were? Yeah. That's good too. You know what yeah, I mean? Like you can do um, something like that where they're not just, it's just not just if you randomly stumble onto it. Like, do we think Kyle and Cam did such a worse job digging than Josh and Nani? No, they probably just didn't stumble onto their pieces. Or Gabby, or not Gabby, but uh, Amber M and... Uh, anybody. Amber M and Corey, Corey yeah. Like or or even Gabby and Devin. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if we were just talking about like who could like, what team could like dig a hole faster between Devin, Gabby, and then Cam and Kyle, like, I'm probably not picking Gabby and Devin. No, um, I, I think it's just one of those things where, yeah, like, it just happened. Like, like we talked about, like with, the, remember like, with the D and Ashley elimination last season, where Ashley is just hitting, like, 17 of those things up in the air and just can't find her pieces. Like, it's these things that, or, like, the Johnny West elimination last season. I, I would just much prefer, I don't know, I, I don't need where, like, you have to find the thing hidden somewhere, and it just happens if you stumble into it. Dude, so... Like, what do you think was going to, like, TJ was in disbelief last night when Gabby decided to not go in against uh, Amber M. And well, I, I, mean, thought it was a I thought it was the quote of the episode when TJ goes, are you sure she's the same level of, of, gnarly, of gnarly as you? <laughs> yeah, like just find, trying to find a way to say she's in the, about as easy a matchup as you're going to get. I don't, I wasn't a huge fan of it just because, like, for one, the precedent seems to have been set at this point. Everybody's going to get the opportunity to go in. And then two, like Devin's up there. Like, what's she going to do? She's going to try to vote themselves in, and Devin's going to say no. Yeah, and then we f see what happens in a tie. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, what do you think happens if there's a tie? 
they never seem to have a very good plan for it. Remember on War of the Worlds one when they tied up the votes a few times, they just kept re-voting it until some until Georgia switched her vote. Do you think that they would kick it over to the people left in the house to vote someone in? No, I, I, I think, think I think I think, I think they you the people voted in. in. I think you get thrown in. Oh, see, I don't think that well, that's what Gabby wanted. Yeah, but that's the thing. I think that, but like they don't have really great straightforward logic on a lot of the stuff that they do. You know, no, um, for sure. I I think um I think probably the people voted in get to pick or something. I can see that too. Um, but I really think that's the best move for her. Just, just force it. Like who cares? She doesn't want Devin as a partner anyway at this point. Um, so it's not like she's worried about damaging that relationship completely. And it seems like some people think that like, she's not like a complete, completely terrible, um, competitor because right at this point, she's, she seems like she she could be okay in a final. Yeah. She was better than Amber M. Um, she's better than big T. Um, so once big T's, gone she's probably the the worst competitor but she's like i would say passable at least how, how did you feel about her blazer with lace bra on underneath look because i i quite enjoyed it i like Fan. it she should have like a different outfit for every confessional she's not just rotating all similar everything else yeah all all very similar too like all yeah like, all similar though black. yeah yeah um, um who do we think has worse chemistry as a couple, Fessy and Gabby or Lolo and Nam? Probably Fessy and Gabby. Oh, it's, it, they're not good. G- Gabby? I mean, not Gabby. Uh, Fessy? It's weird. He seems to have very little charisma. I think it's more of like like a self-confidence thing. Like just lean, it's, he's trying not to be an asshole, but it's clear that he is an asshole. So just lean into being an asshole. Yeah, it's weird because he's not, yeah. He's trying not to lean into it, but he's also still trying to get camera time. So it's like a weird sort of mix of those two things. And like, I, I think it's just like, I think with last season, he knew that he came off as boring. So he's trying to overcompensate for that. And it's just not working. Yeah. I mean, cause I, I, do you feel like if let's say Casey wins this year, is she going to end up not necessarily like Landon, but where it's just one of these situations where, yeah, it doesn't really matter if you win, we can't have you back. You don't do anything. <laughs> Landon at least would give them some content. Like yeah. Casey's really nothing, man. Yeah, I mean, did she have any confessionals this episode? She had that moment where she was standing in between Nam and yeah. Lolo when they had their confrontation, but I don't know if she had any camera time outside of that. She may have. She really doesn't get on TV at all. I, I think that that could be the case where she's just not. I think that's honestly might be a thing where almost if you're so good of a competitor, like a Casey or a Jenny, they, if you're not good on TV, it's worse because they know you'll probably be around for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Like a, lo- a lot of the time, and I've heard people say this about Survivor, but th- I think this is true for the challenge, like good challenge play. Like if you're a good challenge, like overall player, like a lot of the time that isn't good TV. It, like the Rel kind of, like has not been on TV at all. Oh, I, yeah, hi- kind of like I highly disagree. Highly disagree. Darrell might be the MVP of confessionals this season. Yeah, but that's different though. I think yeah, the confessionals are like... the way you like can do, you can be entertaining without some running your game because nobody's paying attention to them. But like going into, I think when we looked at like confessionals through episode eight, he was like one of the lowest people, wasn't he? Robert? Yeah, I was surprised. I, yeah. I thought he was, I thought he was higher up. Yeah, yeah, but the, the producers are really good at using Darrell for these confessionals, like his PER, his like per hit rate of confessionals is off the charts good he's fucking hilarious for one thing but 
even like the old season. Remember when he dressed up as like Adam King on that season of the Inferno? Like that was funny. Oh yeah. And, and it's not like that he was a main staple of confessionals back then. He's like he's not Paula, where you can just tell the se- Paula can be the narrator of the season, and you can work around from there. They're using CT and Darrell to be, and Anissa for that matter, to be like hilarious this season. It's really working. Like, but they don't have an overall like not having bananas and not having Wes around. That's where you miss them the most on this show. I Definitely. Think. Yeah. Because it's not yeah, like- That's what I was going to bring up. Like these past three episodes, you really see like without Wes, like there's just not somebody to just produce a storyline. It, it, not even that. It's to care like, yeah, like the producers can tell them not necessarily what to do, but they have enough engagement with what's going on, how I should be telling this story, how can I mold the narrative to not A, only you know make myself look good, but just tell the story of the show that they're missing that right now. And I don't know who on this cast it actually is. Like, who, who would be? They're trying to like have Devin in that role. It seems like, and yeah. for me, it's not working as well. It's not working as because well, but he's the best at it of all these people. He and Cam, I would say, are probably the best. At it. Like CTU, to think he's been around so long. Anissa's actually not bad at it. She just hasn't get. She just hasn't been as involved. Cam is um, a really good call. Cam is probably that person. You're right. Yeah. Um, but CT, like you think he's been around so long, he'd be doing a little bit more production work, but, but he's just not. He's like, not he's that not guy. But he's not that guy yeah. because because he doesn't want to like be out in front this season. You know what I mean? Like that, that's like War of the Worlds too. He wins the season, and he's like, like, what do you remember about CT from War of the Worlds too? Him throwing exactly. that one mission. It is actually him throwing so, that mission. <laughs> guess who had the most confessionals last night? Devin. It was Gabby. It was Gabby, and she had way more than everyone else. She had a she ton. Had, I mean, I was keeping track of it, but she had a ton. So it was. So the person that keeps track of it on Reddit, Reddit um, had 19. Then Devin was nine, and the note next to Gabby what? says what highest hell? non-final count for an individual since Jordan in War of the Worlds two when he faced Josh in elimination. That she was the highest ton. since then. Um, and when yeah, I mean, like, like we can like mentally cool. like think about like she had enough confessionals that she wore like four different outfits last night in her confessionals. Tell me pull up my Excel doc with the confessionals. I don't know what's going on with my confessionals. That's an interesting um, thing about Jordan. That's what, that's the mold that Fessy <clears throat> needs to go into. Like, I, I feel like we're really missing Jordan this year, especially because Wes right. is out already that like Jordan's. I, I think I, it's Polly more than Jordan. No, because Jordan is like if you had to like rate all time like competitors on the challenge, Jordan's probably like top five, right? I wouldn't have him that high. I think he's a little overrated. Really? Yeah, I like, do. He's probably like in a tier like around there. You know what I mean? Like five to he, ten. He, like, he, no, like, he's very very good. But I think like I think there's other competitors that are just more well rounded than him. Well, you mean um, the, the, I, a, I a lot of better. competitors have two hands and he doesn't, so he's overcoming that. Well, it's not even that for me. It's more it's like the pretty. It's more like the build of him. Yeah, he's so like he's, he's smaller, but like Fessy needs to lean into. I am actually the best at this, so just and just act that way. Like there's a certain bravado that Jordan has that I kind of wish that Fessy had. So when we're talking about competitors, are we just talking about like physical competitor? Or are we talking about most likely to win a season if they're on the cast? But I just probably I think- a, probably a mix of both. Like I would say that Jordan and Darrell are very similar in that way. See, but I think Darrell is way more like of a well-rounded competitor than Jordan. I don't know. Like, I think there's just so many eliminations that Darrell wins that Jordan just can't. But Jordan's won more eliminations. Yeah, but what's like the power eliminations Jordan's won? The what, sorry? Like the power type eliminations that Jordan has won. I mean, he beat Zach in that like uh, sledgehammer challenge. He also beat Theo. Well, 
he also had Sarah as a partner and he had John A and Zach did not have the best technique and was just gone at that point. Like he had, was showing almost no effort. And Zach's like the king of just like randomly tanking it on a season at some point where he just stops trying. I mean, I think he um, saw how much Jordan was flying through it. He also won a tug of war with a guy twice his size with yeah, one Yeah, against Josh. With one hand? He's not good. That's incredible. Like, See, but, uh, that was absurd. <laughs> That was like I, one I of the most. That's like one of the most. That was one of the most impressive athletic accomplishments I've ever seen. Okay, so maybe maybe that's a better way to put it. If we're just talking about athletes on the show, like old school, Landon and Alton were awesome athletes. Darrell's an awesome athlete. Jordan's an awesome athlete. Zach is a really good athlete in a certain kind of way, but not in every way. Like he's a good. No, but he feels like a mentality like a Jordan or Darrell has that Zach just doesn't. Yeah, like, he's like Andrew Bynum. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, I mean, CT is a really good athlete, too. Like, yeah, ban- Bananas is not a great athlete. Neither is Wes. Wes is, a better just, athlete. Can... Wes is a better athlete than Bananas is. But they're both just, like, I would say, you know how they do, like, Twitch scores for some, like, NFL combine athletes? Like, yeah, like a spark score. Yeah, like, Bananas seems to have, like, really good grip. And Wes and Bananas both seem to understand the rules of games better than everyone else. I think Wes was a pretty good athlete from like Thule to Ruins era. Um, but I, think I, actually became... can, I think what you can say about Wes and Johnny is that whatever the competition is, it's <clears throat> likely that they're going to perform the most efficient strategy for whatever they're competing in. I, I would throw Sarah into that bucket too. She was always really good at that. Yeah, Agreed. Sarah too, definitely. She's somebody who she can just figure out the best way to do something. I think Jordan too. Jordan's a really impressive athlete. Like when he, he's really entertaining to watch perform things. That's true, but his his issue with all of this, where he's not looking for the most efficient strategy to do anything, he's just trying to do it as fast as possible. I mean, politically, great. definitely. It's but, just, it, but I I actually kind of like that political game. I think it really works for him. He's it's almost. Like I think he's gotten really lucky. You have to get lucky to win on these, Rob. Come on. Well, like, I, I understand, but there's a way you could do it where you don't have to get that lucky. It can still also be entertaining. Like, I think, like, a Wester or a Pauly is still very entertaining to watch play the game. But I think the way they play it is much more efficient to winning than he does. Like, he says he's where he's, like, paired with Sarah, and Sarah just kind of took over their team. So then his issues don't really get in the way. Or like 30 30 is just a really weird season with the Redemption House. Yeah, so, so every, every, every season that he's on, he got lucky. He's won three times. Well, I mean, like you said, you have to get lucky to win, right? Like, you had to get a format that's right for him to win. So, I think, um, did any of us, when we did our top six male competitors, and we can put that in the the notes for uh, the episode, did any of us have him in the top six? I don't even remember him coming up that seriously in the I, know I thought about putting him in. I, I um, was not on that show, but I I would have had him in. Like, would you have him or Evan higher? I think Evan's much better than him. I, I guess, what are we talking about, though? Like, are we talking about, like, who's going to win it, win an elimination? Like, who's a better athlete? Or are we talking about, like, who is most well, likely well, to win With the season? constraints we had on that one, it was like, if you could pick one for your team, who would it be? Yeah, I don't know. I don't really like that, though. Like, I think that's a terrible way to do it. Well, um, I don't, there's, like, not a great way to do it. Like, you can come I think, up with I think the, anything. I think, by far, the best way is just, if they are on a season – who is most likely to win? Like, What's the like season? will they have the like an unknown season? That's the thing. You know what I mean? Like, and that encapsulate their like overall like ability on the show. Um, I, just, so, like, I think it, Evan's much more well-rounded than him. 
Yeah, and I, I know. So I, I think that fits into your argument, right? So like, if yeah. if they are each on a season and a bunch of unknown seasons, I think Evan is definitely more likely to win a season than Jordan. See, I I disagree. I think Jordan, and that's why I keep comparing him to Darrell, is that if he gets to a final, he's probably going to win. Like he beats Evan in a final. <laughs> yeah, such a tough time years. getting there. Yeah, I Who? agree. Who Jordan? Jordan. Yeah. Compared to like an Evan or somebody. Because I he's, so, he's been on six he's seasons pretty, and made the final one three, hasn't he? Yeah, but like, again, because yeah, he's, he's, he's so lucky. That, that, that's right. He's so lucky. He's on, yeah. War, on War of the Worlds 2. He makes a massive enemy out of by far the biggest. Sure. You know what? Then, gets, you know what? Then beat him in elimination. Yeah, but he only gets thrown in twice. And one is against Josh. The other one's against somebody who didn't know how to use a hammer. If that happens most seasons, he's thrown in every single time from like the third episode on. The thing with him, though, is like, I get what you're saying about like the comparison between him and Darrell. The only issue though is like he plays way more out in front than Darrell does, as far Durrell, as like yeah, Durrell's the like, strategy Durrell goes. Like come up at all this season. What what what, what has anybody brought up Darrell's name? Do you, oh, <laughs> and, uh, to, to go back to CTN, this one, to go to go back go to this one, uh, when Amber B and Darrell get thrown in, they talked about like oh it's a, such a big blindside, but it couldn't have been a better situation for them. Do you think that they actually kind of paired up and they're just like faking it? Oh, if I was Amber B, I would have been stoked that they were dumb enough to throw me in. Yeah, or do you think they worked that out ahead of time? Like, that that was Gabby's move. No, I don't think so. They seem to be pretty against each other on last episode. I would be surprised if that was the move. Yeah, like, I don't, and that all of this was for show. Like, I mean, I, I would hope that the editors would show us that they were in cahoots if that was actually happening, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I um, we've gotten a lot of that group so far this season, like the Big T, Gabby, um, Amber B, Amber M group. It seems like they've almost out of any of like the alliances on the show. I guess outside of like the Josh versus Seven dynamic, they've really gotten the most screen time. I, I enjoyed the Big T just threw water on Devin versus Josh when they were about to get <laughs> the whole house was just like, no, not yeah, no, we're not we're not doing this again. <laughs> well, what's hilarious is I, like, the way they were shooting yeah. it. It seemed like it was Kyle and Cam, and then jo- just Josh and Devin, like the four of them in the room, and they panned to the left, and it's Big T and like seven other people who are watching. And Big T is just like not tonight, like <laughs> just like give us a break, not tonight. Do you think that Cam, if we were to do, because I was on that ranking of like the best female competitors of all time, she might be one of the most impressive cast members of all time for how she plays elimination record. It's just weird that she hasn't won. And if I do bring it up that like, if Corey is in an eating thing in the final and that heavily benefits CT, that has to work directly against Cam, doesn't it? Yeah, because she's actually pretty, that's one of her like only things she's not good at so far has been eating. But, just, like, but you don't know which guy. If she's paired up with CT, for example, then on CT does it, and she has to eat two bugs, and that's it. Sure, but like Cam yeah. has to be considered like one of the best competitors ever at this point already. She, I just don't think she's well suited to win a final. Like I don't think her. I think she's been good in final. Like, she hasn't won think... one yet, but she was good in the War of the Worlds two final. She wasn't. She wasn't bad in the Vendettas final. If you go back and watch it, and she had she just Kaylee as a partner because she was the she? only. That was on final reckoning. Oh. But like, um, Vendetta, she just gets screwed because of the um, mercenary thing. Like, she's the only person who gets hit by the mercenary. I just don't think her endurance is going to be at the level that she's going to be able to beat KC or Lolo. Or even Amber. But, but Amber what, B, like, what if we think that her endurance isn't, like, isn't good? So if there was just a race between KC, like an endurance race between KC and Cam, who would you take? How long is it? Uh, 12 miles. 
I'd probably it, it well it depends on what happens in between, right? Because I think that Cam is actually set up really well for a final because when it gets to adding three numbers together, she's not gonna time out like Casey. Is Casey that bad in puzzles? Like I don't think she's good, but she, I don't know she, if she's a disaster. Like that, that, that's what screwed her last year, wasn't it? I don't, um, yeah, she got she got tripped on the yeah, puzzle. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. I don't remember exactly what the puzzle was. It was like basic. Uh, but no, it, no it was, he's right. Like it, it took her. For, it took, she was there way longer than anybody else. It seemed like at the puzzle. But I would like. I I think that's an issue for me. Like I I would take probably. I would take, Amber B. Lolo. Why and Amber PC. B. over Cam? It seems like she has like more physical endurance than Cam. I don't know, dude. I think that's really projecting. I, I think Cam Cam's been good in final. Like she was good in the World of World <clears throat> Two final when the, the that team is just a mess. She and Leroy and like actually to a degree are like the only people holding it together. And, and I would I, I, I would say too, like I, I, I can't speak to Cam's like endurance. I mean, I don't know if she's good or bad. I would assume that she's all right, but like I think that we're thinking about it in terms of like having a like, when we think about bad endurance in a final, right? You have, like, Anissa. We know that she's bad. She's proven that. Katie Doyle, something like that. But I don't think that there's anyone really on this cast outside of Anissa who would have, like, bad enough endurance to cost themselves a final. Like, because it's not like you're Josh, sprinting maybe. the... Josh, maybe. But even so, like, it's not like you're sprinting the entire time. Like, basically, in a final, like, you're like you're half jogging or walking. And then you get to each it's station. Just a, yeah, these finals also, it just depends so much on what they decide to do. Like, if like it was the world... like last season's final is so different from the World of the Worlds 1 final. Yeah, but the World of the Worlds 1 final is way different than every... It was by far the hardest final ever. <laughs> it, it is crazy just how much harder that final is than, like, every other final. And this transitions us nicely into our power rankings for this episode before we leave. Pat... When you were on in episode two, you had Darrell, Fessy, CT for the men, Lolo, Cam, Casey for the women, and overall you had Darrell, Fessy, Lolo. Who, what would your power rankings be right now for the men? Who, who are your top three? Who do you think is going to, who, who do you think will, will be most likely to take home the victory? I'm going to go Darrell, Fessy, CT, one, two, three. Okay, so the same as you had last time. And on the women's side, Casey, Cam, Lolo. Okay. And then overall, who do you think is going to win? Darrell, Casey, Cam. Although I should should probably put in Amber B because she's paired up with Darrell. (laughs) Well, do you think they'll stay? I think that there's a decent chance they stay. I think they stay too. I I don't – like who would Darrell really want to take? Like Casey or uh, Cam, basically. I think Casey is like the on the female side. If you could bring someone to the final with you, it's probably Casey. Like if you're a high yeah. end, if you're, yeah, if, if, probably. you're if you're Darrell, I don't know if she works. Well, I, I think everybody. Cam might actually be a better fit for him, just because his one real weakness is puzzles, <laughs> and Cam is good at puzzles, and I don't think Casey's good. And Amber, Amber B, we just don't have much of a track record for, but she was bad in the one they did earlier. But, but puzzles, puzzles, how we can, puzzles are so think. weird, though. Like it could be just a specific puzzle that you're bad at, but then you can get to the next puzzle and like you know how to do it. Hey, Rob, who do you have? I've been really thinking about putting CT over Darrell. I've had the two of them in the top two spots for a while. I'll, I'll move it up this time. I'll go CT, Darrell, uh, Leroy. Then for the woman, I'll go Cam, Amber B, Casey. Okay. 
Okay, so what, and then overall, who did you have? Um, overall, I'll go Cam, CT, Durrell. So what's making you put um, CT over Durrell? Like what, what changed? I, I think for, for me, week. it's a little bit, I trust his ability to put himself in a really good spot a little bit more than Durrell. He's just on so many seasons where I think he has a better understanding agree. of this is like, I, I, I make it like this example. So like, remember when the Buccaneers signed Antonio Brown earlier in the season and there were a lot of people were like, oh, why are you missing up a good thing? Sure. I think people underestimate how much it takes to win something. Like, you can't just be good. You have to be as great as you possibly can be. And I trust CT to put himself in as good a position as he possibly can be, whereas I think Darrell might be a little bit more complacent. I See, I, I would say that the only knock against Darrell is that if they're both in the final, Darrell wins. I, I don't think that's even close. But I think that the house knows that even if Darrell gets his skull, that you got to keep throwing him back in. You can't have him in the final. Like he's I, such, I just think, he's I think such a lock. I, no, he is such a – I just think Cam – I think CT put himself with a better partner in the final. I, it's really close for me. I, I think they're, it's razor thin. Okay, and then for mine, mine are pretty much going to stay – or they're going to stay completely unchanged. I'm going to have Fessy, Darrell, CT for the men, KC, Lolo, Cam for the women, and then KC, Lolo. Do you have Fessy Lolo, favorite right now for the men? Uh, yeah, Fessy, Darrell, CT. Oh God, I just don't see it with Fessy. I, you know what? This, this, this is a thing. This is a thing. Fessy is a guy I worry about with endurance in the final. This is the thing. He has, he has a skull right now, right? Like if we're, like we're talking about today, who do I think is most likely to win? Darrell and CT don't have a skull. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't so, sweat who has a skull that much, honestly. So like, I think there's a decent chance that one of, one of that, one of CT or Darrell could possibly not have a skull and not even be in the final. And sure, but there's a chance Fessy gets his skull stolen too. Yeah, that's possible for sure. Um, yeah, it'll be really interesting to see how this plays out starting next week when all of the skulls are gone um, for the men to see how the mechanics of that work. And I guess what the, the thought process is for the competitors about which skull that they're going to take. Because at the same time, once you take Fessy's uh Skull, that means he's going to be right back in elimination. And um, that's not really great for some of the people that still need a skull. Yeah, but if at that point you have a skull, so you're not worried about that. Yeah, I'm just talking about, um, like, when, when I say that, I, I just mean from the perspective of the people that don't have a skull. I, I get what you're saying, though. Yeah. Um, if, we, if these pairs, as they stand right now, all ran a final, who would you pick? Let me pull it up. Oh, and then overall, from my overall real quick, it's Casey Lolo Fessy. Um, so if they ran a final right now, Casey and yeah, so Corey has to sit on the sidelines for everybody else. Casey and Leroy are the best team, or Kyle and Cam. Yeah, that's a good call. I was thinking the two of them are Darrell and Amber B would be the three I would be picking between. I think yeah. it's Casey and Leroy. I think, yeah, but I don't. So I don't get how we can like say this about Casey and then or like think Case. I, I don't get the argument that Cam would be better than Casey, and then we say that. Uh, we we said earlier that Casey would be the number one person to steal, and then that Leroy and Casey would be the favorites uh, in the final. Well, I, I disagreed with that to a degree, and that's why I also think that it would be close between Amber B, Darrell. Like I think between those three, it'd be like a toss up. Um, so, uh, man, abandoning Lolo and Nam, your team, Devin. Uh, I don't think they would be that far behind. Like that, that's just who I think would be number I think one. They could be a disaster. I'm worried about this Nam back thing. I really am. 
the non-backhand surgery, and Lolo just seems like, I just, she seems so difficult to work with. I mean, people, all the women still think she's like by far the best competitor in the house though. I yeah, think she's like, by far the worst in elimination. Like if you're in a hole, bro, sure. Yeah, I don't want to go in against Lola. But I mean, you have to be able to work with a partner in a final. Sure. But like, I mean, if she gets, so let's say that she last night goes in. This, this is something that we talked about too. And I think we both said that we didn't know. But let, let's say that she went, went into the episode last night, absolutely destroys Amber M in a bl- complete bloodbath. Uh, gets her skull. Who does she come back to choose as a, a partner? Um, CT. Or does she choose Fessy? Fessy or CT, I think, is the answer. Not Darrell. She actually has a history with Darrell where they were on chance. Uh, maybe maybe it together. is Darrell, but it seems like she likes CT. She gets along with CT. Then. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a good so call because she had that clip it, with him earlier. Whatever person she picks at that point, are they by far and away the favorite to win out of the exercise that we just did where we're going down and Picking who the um, I don't think so. I like, think so. I don't know, dude. Like if she is Lolo and CT is pretty Lolo? good just because they had Lolo and CT is pretty good because if anybody can work with Lolo, it's probably CT out of the people up in the house. Well, it seems um, like Darrell can get along with anyone too. Yeah, Darrell like, too. Like, her that's and Fessy, I don't. Her and Fessy, I wouldn't be that high on. Um, that's gonna be really dangerous when she does go in, right? Because she's going to get a shot. Um. And we know that she's going to leave Nom, right? Um, well, you got you. Yeah. If you're rigging this in the house, you have to find some way to get Lolo versus Cam or Lolo versus Casey. That's what you're aiming for here. You're like, it, yeah, it's no, totally. it's no use to put Lolo against Gabby. Totally. Because at least that way you're guaranteed to knock someone, someone Ex- good out. Exactly. Um, I wonder. I'm just trying to. Try and to I mean, that's that's what Nani would. That's what Nani was really scared of last night um, and why she didn't want to be the houseboat because she didn't want to be the houseboat. And this is in the conversation that she had with Leroy. She didn't want to be the houseboat, um, go down to elimination, and then have Devin throw Lolo against her. Yeah, because it's not like Devin's doing her any favors. Yeah. Yeah, well, Nani, Nani actually does seem to have all the angles figured out this year. Just she can't, yeah, She's played well this year. It's just she's stuck with Josh, and they can't win anything, so they never Does really... she leave Josh? She has to leave Josh, right, if she wins? Oh, yeah, for sure. But I guess, I guess the two things are, will Casey end up with Fessy as a partner? Like, and will Cam end up with Leroy as a partner? Is that like... I don't think Cam... I think Cam want... I think Cam and Leroy seemed that... They didn't seem like they wanted to be back as partners for a final. Why, though? Spreads out well, their chance I mean, of winning money. Yeah, spread yeah, out your but, chance of winning money. But but if you win together, you win double the money. Well, yeah, but like, would you rather would you rather have a flatter payout structure, Pat, or uh, all the money to first? All the money to first. Well, it seems like Leroy and Cam. Seem, uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's just like money. it's just like in my fantasy leagues. Like I I have the conversation every year is that the person who wins should get all the money because you won. I like having all the money good first. It makes I, it much see, more I, what, what I like doing in a football. Uh, oh, uh, l- l- let me guess something really cowardly. <laughs> I have one. Uh, I have, I have all the money. I do it. Two people get money. The person who wins the playoffs gets money, and the person who has most points over the season gets money. Yes, cowardly. Well, that at least keeps people incentivized versus people like throwing games halfway through the season. Now, 
I mean, at least, I mean, I the total points, I get it uh, in a fantasy football league. If you give them a, if they miss the playoffs and they had the, the most points of everyone left, like that's what we do for our sixth seed, that whoever has the most points gets the sixth seed if they didn't make the playoffs. But, you know, giving the most point, giving the most points money and not giving the person who wins the regular season money is crazy. I both of them get money. The person who wins the playoffs gets money. The person who gets the most points gets money. No, no. The person who wins the, the regular who, the person who has the most points objectively had the best team. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe they had a great team weeks one through three. You got to win your matchups. But the, the matchups are Again, dictated by the cowardly. This isn't fantasy. Well, sorry, but I like this to isn't take fantasy my baseball. You can leave it into you can leave it into the hands of the ESPN. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You don't I'm like competition. My own hands. I'm sorry. You can't beat the people in front of you, Rob. I can't beat the people in front of me, but I think if I beat the people in front of me and somebody has objectively a better team, they should get money too. Yeah, that's not how it works. You play the games. Well, that is how it works in my league. You, you play the games. I say you have to. Like, I've, I've seen you are, you like are best. so soft. How so is that soft? soft? This is so actually one the best team. I'm sorry, I don't want to put my fate in the hands of the soft. AI and the schedule generators soft. and the playoffs. Like that's ridiculous. I think you're giving ESPN a lot of credit credit if you think they have AI involved. Yeah, in, I'm saying that the, the schedule, schedule generator. I'm giving them less credit because they just use a schedule generator that's dictating how a lot of the season plays out. I don't like that. All right, and with that, now that we're on fantasy football, I think we've done a good job covering this episode. Thank you for your listening, everyone. This this episode is in remembrance of Trace Armstrong. Hopefully, he'll <laughs> be better soon and be back with us next week. Um, and what else do we have to plug? I think that's about it. Um, if you want to send us any uh, listener emails, you can reach us at thechallengechronicles at gmail.com. We'd love if you leave us a rating review on iTunes, helps other people find the show. Um, we'll make a point to leave some, some of the links that we mentioned throughout the episode. And with that, we'll talk to you again next time. See you. Bye. You have no experience.